This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, January 22nd, 2022. This week in security news, on five occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Three of these alerts dealt with the Colleyville, Texas synagogue hostage crisis from last weekend. In this incident, Malik Faisal Akram, a 44-year-old British Pakistani armed with a pistol, took four people hostage in the congregation Beth Israel Synagogue in Colleyville, Texas, during a Sabbath service. Akram gained initial access to the synagogue by claiming to be a homeless man. He was welcomed in and provided a cup of warm tea. According to Rabbi Charlie Walker, the group had been praying when he heard a click that turned out to be the suspect's gun. A yelling Akram then rounded up a total of four hostages, including the rabbi. Soon after 911 calls started pouring in, the first officer arrived, followed thereafter by a multi-agency response, including the Colleyville Police Department, Texas Department of Public Safety, and the FBI. During the standoff, Akram could be heard on a Facebook live stream demanding the release of Afia Siddiqui, a Pakistani neuroscientist who is suspected of having ties to al-Qaeda and was convicted of trying to kill U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Siddiqui is serving an 86-year prison sentence at the Federal Medical Center Carswell, located in nearby Fort Worth. During negotiations with the FBI, Akram is reported to have ranted against the U.S., Israel, and Jews, delivered a rambling condemnation of U.S. military conflicts overseas, and boasted about his desire for martyrdom. He also threatened to kill the hostages, saying, quote, If anyone tries to enter this building, I'm telling you, everyone will die. Unquote. Shortly after 5 p.m., Akram mysteriously released one of the hostages. As the standoff reached the 10-hour mark, the three remaining hostages managed to escape through a door after throwing a chair at Akram. No shots ended up being fired. Video taken outside the synagogue by a local news outlet showed the hostages sprinting out of the synagogue while being followed by Akram, who then turned around and returned into the building. Soon thereafter, the FBI's hostage rescue team cut power to the building, tossed in a stun grenade to disorient Akram, who was then fatally shot by the assault force. Akram is reported to have entered the U.S. from the United Kingdom on December 27th at John F. Kennedy International Airport, New York. He then traveled to Dallas, Texas on December 31st and intermittently stayed in at least two local homeless shelters between January 2nd and 11th. He was able to purchase a firearm off the street. At least publicly, the FBI states they believe that Akram acted alone and Matthew DeSarno, the special agent in charge of the FBI's Dallas field office, said there was no indication that Akram was part of any broader plan. FBI Director Chris Ray said Thursday that the agency is treating the hostage standoff as an act of terrorism. On Thursday of this week, British counterterrorism police announced the arrest of two men, one in Birmingham and the other in Manchester, as part of the ongoing investigation. Shifting over to events in Eastern Europe, this week has seen a flurry of diplomatic activity in an attempt to head off a new conflict over Ukraine. Secretary of State Blinken met with French, British, and German officials to coordinate efforts. On Friday, Blinken also met with Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov in Geneva. He is reported to have told Lavrov that the Kremlin could defuse tensions and concerns about a potential invasion by removing the extraordinary deployment of troops and equipment away from Ukraine's borders. During a presser following the meeting, Blinken stated the following, quote, we and all of our allies and partners are equally committed to making sure we are doing everything possible to make clear to Russia that there will be a swift, severe, and united response to any form of aggression by Russia directed to Ukraine. Late this week, the Pentagon announced that the U.S. will go ahead with a long-planned NATO military naval exercise in the Mediterranean called Neptune Strike 22, 
which will run from January 24th through February 4th, despite the rising tensions with Russia. AlertUSA continues to monitor the situation in Eastern Europe and will immediately notify AlertUSA subscribers of any changes in the overall threat picture for American citizens and interests as events warrant. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University's Coronavirus Resource Center reports that there have been more than 848,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That said, last week, AlertUSA Threat Journal reported on CDC Director Rochelle Walensky's admission that 75% of COVID deaths in the U.S. occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. Drawing a distinction between dying from COVID-19 versus dying with COVID-19. This week has also seen a wide variety of changes in the COVID restriction and mandate landscape. In just the last seven days, Austria's National Council passed a compulsory vaccination law for all citizens, while French citizens were told that the country's vaccine passport comes into effect on Monday. Just across the channel, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced on Wednesday that England is ending all COVID passport mask mandates, and work restrictions. On Thursday, AlertUSA subscribers were notified that beginning January 22nd, the Department of Homeland Security will require non-U.S. individuals seeking to enter the United States via land ports of entry and ferry terminals must provide proof of full COVID-19 vaccination. These new requirements will apply to non-U.S. individuals who are traveling for both essential and non-essential reasons. These new requirements do not apply to U.S. citizens, lawful permanent residents, or U.S. nationals. On Friday of this week, a federal court in Texas blocked the Biden administration's vaccine requirement for federal workers, which had been in place since November. The injunction comes just over a week after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the vaccine or test rule for large private employers. Next up, according to the CDC's COVID data tracker website, in the U.S. alone, more than 532 million doses of the various COVID-19 vaccines have been administered. As a regular follow-on, according to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, as of January 14th, more than 1 million adverse events have been reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. More than 70% of these reports are from the U.S. and associated territories. For accuracy, it is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof that the vaccine was responsible for the adverse event. However, given the sheer number of adverse reactions being reported around the world, listeners are encouraged to do some investigation on your own before making such an important personal health decision. You can find links to these and other reports and to the VAERS database, along with key updated findings, in this week's issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. In travel security news, if you are planning travel abroad this year, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. We also recommend that you take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, so if things go bad in the country you are visiting, that the U.S. Embassy actually knows that you are there. Once again, you can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens, 
as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, January 22, 2022.